Good afternoon. I'm Al Cresta, and October 13th. Well, why is that important? Because on October 13th, 1917, the appearances of Our Lady at Fatima came to a, a remarkable end, so, which actually, you know, isn't that long. Uh, you know, uh, just you can trace, you know, you, you have, um, you, you may not have living relatives any longer, but you may have known relatives uh, from that era. That was the day it was reported that thousands of people witnessed the miracle of the dancing sun. Uh, This was a great sign that validated the apparitions, but it also served to dismantle the secularistic worldview that had been growing in Europe. It was not just a remarkable miracle that enlivened the spirituality of those who saw it. It was also something that had cultural and even political consequences. Um, at that time, Europe was going through a period where it was becoming increasingly popular to believe that God was dead, or at least silent and paralyzed, uh, and that all of our problems are human problems and can only be solved by humans, nothing higher than the human, nothing beyond this world. Dr. Marco Daniel Duarte is a theologian. He directs the Fatima Shrine Museums, and a few years ago, He gave Catholic News Agency a list of important points regarding the condition of the world at the time of the apparitions, because it helps to explain the impact of the apparitions and the miracle of the sun in particular. Let me go over a few of those points with you, and we'll look at the world of the apparitions, uh, the world in which the Blessed Mother uh, entered. Uh, I already mentioned the rising tide of atheism and secularism. But not only was the world being seduced into various forms of atheism, it was also embroiled in a world war. Portugal came in as a neutral country in the war, but ended up joining the Allies. And by the time of Fatima, roughly 220,000 Portuguese civilians had died during the war, thousands due to food shortages, thousands more from the pandemic, the Spanish flu. Uh, In 1910, just a few years before the apparitions, there had been a revolution in Portugal. And they had established the first Portuguese Republic. It had a new constitution that deliberately sought to suppress the influence of religion in public life. In fact, Catholic churches and schools were seized by the government. The government forbade the wearing of clerics in public, uh, the ringing of church bells, the celebration of public religious festivals. And between 1911 and 1916, nearly 2,000 priests, monks, and nuns were killed by anti-Christian groups. That's the background into which the Blessed Mother in 1917 appeared to the three shepherd children in a field in Fatima, Portugal. Her messages were principally requests for the recitation of the rosary, uh, for sacrifices on behalf of sinners, and uh, also dealing with the secret fate regarding, uh, secret regarding the fate of the world. Uh, Mary was concerned about proving the validity of the apparitions. I think this is an important point. She promised the children that something was going to happen that would prove the validity of the appearances. She would provide a sign so that people would, in fact, believe. And what happened on that day, October 13, 1917, has come to be known as the miracle of the sun, or the day the sun danced. Now, according to various accounts, you had a crowd of some 70,000 people, believers and skeptics alike, and they were gathered to see this uh, promised 
you know, evidence or sign or wonder. The rainy sky cleared up, the clouds dispersed, the ground, which had been wet and muddy from the rain, was dried. A transparent veil came over the sun, making it easy to look at. It became blue, then yellow, changed size for about 10 minutes. You had multicolored lights that were seen across the landscape. The sun appeared to spin, twirling in the sky, and at one point appeared to veer towards the earth before jumping back to its place. Now, skeptics dismiss the accounts as mass hallucinations or wishful thinking, and there are varying reports among those who were present. Uh, There were rumors that celestial signs might uh, occur that day, so there were some expectations of that kind of miracle. But the, the miracle was stunning enough and impressive enough to be first reported on a full front page of the anti-Catholic Masonic newspaper in Lisbon called Oseculo. Now, in recent history, uh, some have suggested a meteorological explanation. Apparently, there is a uh, meteorological phenomenon where clouds of ice crystals at high altitude can create what are called sun dogs or, or false suns and bands of rainbow color. Now, it gives the impression of the sun oscillating. And if the crystals pick up an electric charge, uh, in fact, they could oscillate and produce effects such as the, quote, dancing sun. One scientist who's been studying this phenomenon recently said, we have a fairly good theoretical model of such dynamic behavior in an electrically charged cloud. This would in no way, however, dismiss the miraculous nature of the event, since meteorological conditions that permit such phenomena are incredibly rare, and no one, least of all some shepherd children in 1917, could have predicted such an event. In fact, the great uh, physicist and priest, Stanley Yaki, saw the phenomenon of the dancing self as this divine intervention using a coordinated interplay of natural meteorological events. Uh, He assumed that the sun literally did not move, since no observatories perceived any solar movement, and the vast majority of the Earth's population didn't notice it either. So it was in some way a localized event. He also pointed out that in producing miracles historically, God often makes use of a natural substratum, by greatly enhancing certain physical components and their interactions. So sunlight, for instance, being more intensified in order to create the the quick dry land that was there. Now, I mentioned earlier that skeptics assumed this was mass hallucination, but look, Father John D. Marquis spent seven years in Fatima from 1943 to 1950, researching, interviewing surviving witnesses and others, and he claims that those present on the 13th of October included all kinds, believers, non-believers, pious old ladies, scoffing young men. Hundreds from these mixed categories have given formal testimony. He also admitted that reports do vary, but he claims that the differences were over relatively minor details. Uh, He concludes that given the indubitable reference to God and the general context of the story, It seems we have to attribute to God alone this most obvious and colossal miracle of history. Another priest, Father Andrew Pinsent, who's a research director at the Ian Ramsey Center for Science and Religion at Oxford University, 
he believes that the event at Fatima is a public miracle of the most extraordinary kind and credibility. And he says, uh, if you take note of the year, you'll see other historic landmarks that land on the 17th. So you've got various forms of Protestantism, right? The Lutheran Revolution that begins in 1517. You have the organization of Freemasonry in 1717. And you have the Bolshevik Revolution and the rise of atheistic communism in 1917 as well. Uh, Speaking of the Russian revolutions, Mary asked that Russia be consecrated to her Immaculate Heart. And uh, the Fatima, uh, you know, the, the one surviving visionary from Fatima, Sister Lucia Santos, did report that the Blessed Mother appeared to her again in June 13th of 1929. In, in her memoirs, she heard Mary say that God asks the Holy Father to make, in union with all the bishops of the world, the consecration of Russia to my Immaculate Heart, promising to save it by this means, end quote. These words uh, were later interpreted to mean that Russia would be saved from communism through the prayers of Mary's heart. Now, I know some people debate this area of consecration, but on March 25, 1984, John Paul II did offer a prayer of consecration for the world and for the human race. And then Cardinal Joseph Ratzinger, who became Pope Benedict XVI, uh, spoke with Sister Lucia after the event, and she confirmed that that act by St. John Paul fulfilled what Our Lady wished. And what happened? We saw the collapse of atheistic Soviet communism. The churches of Russia were eventually restored. Uh, an archbishop uh, of Moscow, Paolo Pezzi, told Catholic News Service that he believed he had witnessed Russia's conversion. I thank our God, he said, that I became one of the witnesses of the return of Russia to Christ. Uh, He added that Mary still calls Russia to convert to Christ. Uh, But the point is, uh, again, uh, Russia, uh, Christ came back to Russia in the reopening of the churches. Uh, Miracles are miracles because they're different than regular daily life. A miracle is a reminder that something beyond nature can act within nature. A miracle is a reminder within our history that something can act from outside of history. And when miracles occur, the world wakes up for a few moments, and then we usually go back to sleep. I mean, Israel did that after the miraculous deliverance from Egypt across the Red Sea. The apostles went back to their day jobs, even though they had seen the raising of Lazarus in the miracle of the 5,000. Miracles can happen And yet life just goes on, humdrum, normal life. Miracles are meant to open our eyes that more is always going on than just the normal humdrum of the daily life. Miracles are supposed to make us realize that our moral choices are impacting an invisible world that once in a while breaks through into our workaday world. The Blessed Mother predicted the miracle of the Son, and she made it clear that she was using it as proof of the truth of her message. In other words, when the sun stops dancing and you get back to church, to work, to home, remember what's at stake when you pray the rosary or when you consider the clash of nations. You won't see many miracles, or they wouldn't be called miracles. 
they'd be, you know, miracles will never be commonplace because they'd cease to be miracles. But the miracle of the sun hasn't been duplicated and was understood at the time to be the sign and wonder, or you might say the seal or the guarantee, that in fact those three children were telling the truth. The message of Fatima, the miracle of the sun, continues to intrigue us. It reminds us that, uh, you know, Fatima is not just warm and fuzzy feelings about peasant children and a beautiful lady and marvels like the dancing sun. Fatima points us to a coming day of reckoning And may we all be ready for that day of reckoning. I'm Al Cresta. 